Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 133. Psalm 133. Everybody say Psalm 133. Psalm 133. It's a good psalm. Let's read it together. One, two, three. Behold, Behold how good and blessed it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon their head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded blessing life forevermore. Amen. Praise God. Psalm 133. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil, the anointing oil upon their head. If you want to title this word, the anointing makes the difference. How many of you believe? It is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It is the anointing of God that makes the difference in our lives. Devatinda Abhishekamana Namada Jivatila Matatinda Karnam. Abhishekatinda the anointing oil is going to be revealed over our lives tonight. Amen. The anointing that will make the difference. How many of you will believe that? Amen. That there is a fresh anointing that is going to be revealed and going to be stirred up in our lives. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I don't know what you are believing, but whatever that you are believing for, God is going to stir up an anointing tonight in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Whatever that you're believing for, to see it through, to see it manifested, God is going to stir up and release and reveal an anointing over your life tonight in the name of Jesus. So many of you are believing, but you're discouraged. You're not seeing it. An anointing to see it manifested forth in your life. How wonderful, brothers and sisters, dwell together. Amen. How wonderful is Petra Church dwell together in unity. It is like the anointing oil flowing down. If all these people who are sitting here can be united, there are things that can happen. There are anointing that will reveal. Even tonight, things that you will manifest before your eyes. Bible says if two of you agree anything here on earth, it shall be done my by Father in heaven. Praise God. Unity glorifies the Father. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. It is a psalm of a worshipper. The Bible says this is a psalm of the ascents, which means it is a psalm in the olden days when people would go for worship, when they would ascend towards Jerusalem, they would sing this psalm. Praise the Lord. The psalm is a psalm of a worshipper. Hallelujah. When he would ascend before God in worship, he would sing this psalm. How wonderful are brothers and sisters. Dwell together in unity. I like to call the worshippers are worshippers. War. Worshippers. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The worshippers are the worshippers. The one who worships know to fight the battle and win. The one who worships has this anointing oil flowing down from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. Praise God. He never lacks oil. His worship is ready to fight every battle and see the victory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Psalm 133 is the psalm that a worshiper can sing. Hallelujah. They know how to fight their battle. They have an anointing to win. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They don't fight the battle by their strength. They fight their battle through the anointing oil. Glory to God. So many people today are fighting the battle by themselves, not the oil. Oil is missing. Oil is not revealed. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing? The one who worships does not only see God, but he sees his brothers and sisters. How wonderful, how good and pleasant it is. Brothers and sisters dwell together in unity. Amen. So many of us in the church are only see God, never sees our brothers and sisters and, uh, in Christ Jesus. How good and pleasant it is, brothers and sisters dwell together in unity. Brethren to dwell together in unity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you come to the end of this message, you will know the oil of God doesn't flow through selfish people. How wonderful are brothers and sisters. How wonderful, good and pleasant it is. Do you feel like that when you come to the church? How good and pleasant it is. Oh, so good. Raise the Lord. So good to see you. Not only so good, it's a pleasant feeling. Raise the Lord. You say it's a pleasant surprise. Raise the Lord. It's a pleasantness. Every time brothers and sisters gather together, there are pleasant surprises. It's pleasant. Something pleasant is a, everything that is unpleasant leaves your life. Praise the Lord. Oh, do you, do you don't believe that, isn't it? That's why we don't gather together other than Friday on Sunday. Because nothing pleasant happens. We don't believe something pleasant happens. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, in the earliest church, they met every day. That's why nothing unpleasant ever happened to them. We meet our boss. We meet our people. We are in the market. We are in the pressure cycle of life. We are always full of pressure, making money. I'm not against all that. But when you have brothers and sisters in all these places where you're working, your life cycle, your lifestyle will become pleasant. As you're working, pleasant. As you're working a pressure job, it's pleasant, not pressure. Praise Allah. How many of you believe these days? I will have more brothers and sisters in my workplaces. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wherever I go, brother. Hallelujah. There are pleasant life. Pleasant life things. How good and pleasant. David has a small journey to this revelation. Our journey to this revelation of brothers and sisters should never be a long journey. It should be a small journey. So many of the people who come to church, it's a long journey to know that we have to live our lives connected to the people God has called us to have. If you're connected to Christ, you're connected to His body. But so many people, it's a long journey. It takes a long journey for them to understand. Praise the Lord. And I'm going to prove from the Bible, it has to be a short journey to see your breakthroughs. Praise the Lord. For Psalm, for David, it is a short journey. Let's look at a journey between Psalm 132 and 133. It was a short journey, Psalm 132 and verse 1. Lord, remember David and all his afflictions. Now, Lord, remember David and all his afflictions. Here, David is only seeing him and his afflictions. He can't see anybody else. He can't see anybody else. Here he is only seeing his afflictions, his trouble. Lord, remember. But we always start there. There's nothing wrong in that. We always start remembering us. Lord, remember me and family and afflictions. Our prayers. Nothing wrong in that. Remember me, Lord. Praise the Lord. Then, to this answer to his affliction, he's saying, what it is, Psalm 102, 32, verse 17. There I will make the horn of David grow. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. Amen. There, we'll come to that. But he says, there I will make David's horn grow. I like in the Malayalam version, I'm in the kamba. 
അവന്റെ കൊമ്പ് സോറി കമ്പല്ല അവന്റെ കൊമ്പ് ഞാൻ ഉയർത്തും അഭിഷേകത്തിന്റെ കൊമ്പ് കർത്താവ് ഉയർത്തും അഭിഷേകമുള്ളവരുടെ കൊമ്പ് ഉയർന്നു തന്നെ നിൽക്കും ദ വൺ ഹൂസ് അനോയിന്റഡ് ഹിസ് ഹോൺ വിൽ ബി ഓൾവേസ് ഗ്രോ ആൻഡ് യു ഓൾവേസ് ബി എക്സോൾട്ടഡ് പ്രൈസ് ദ ലോർഡ് ഗ്രോ അബൌ വാട്ട് ഗ്രോ അബൌ ദി എനിമീസ് ഹല്ലേലൂയ വെൻ യു ലുക്ക് അറ്റ് അനോയിന്റഡ് ഹിസ് ഹോൺ വിൽ ബി ഓൾവേസ് ഗ്രോ അബൌ ഹിസ് എനിമീസ് വാട്ട് എവർ പ്രോബ്ലംസ് ദാറ്റ് യു കാൻ ഫേസ് യുവർ അനോയിന്റിങ് വിൽ മേക് യു അബൌ ദാറ്റ് ആ കം ഓൺ now how many of you want an anointing revealed over your life your anointing will be always above make you stronger than your enemies than your problems than your sickness than your issues of hallelujah finances issues of marriage to the anointed he will be always be stronger above that's why in the olden days the warriors would wear a horn it always shows we are strong brave victorious hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord avanne komba shatrukale kaal uyarnu nikkum praise the what a what a life that we are facing do you know that whatever enemies that you're facing you're one step ahead two step ahead three step ahead how many of you have hallelujah that hallelujah anointing will make you hallelujah steps ahead grow above hallelujah not only that the bible says i will make the horn of david grow I will prepare a lamp in 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 14 Elisha prayed open my eyes open the eyes of my servant to see what that we cannot be defeated we cannot be defeated there were an army around the Syrian army my memory is right that army around Elisha and his servants servant was getting terrified and I, and, and Elisha said hey I pray that your light shall be enlightened aha elisha saw something in the presence of anointing you see things that nobody else sees praise the lord when the anointing is revealed hallelujah your light is lit hallelujah you see hallelujah not the army but you see the army of armies standing around you praise the lord not only you will be above your enemies you will be protected from the enemies praise the lord your light is lit when the new anointing is revealed over your life when the glory of god when the anointing of god when the presence and the power is revealed praise god you not only free free but you free free and uh, 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 you feel free inside protected inside you'll feel protected you will see the strength outside not only feel strong inside the power of god the anointing you will feel strong outside hallelujah hallelujah That's why Elisha prayed for his servant. Let him know our horn is exalted above the enemies. Above this battle. Let him know. Let him see that there is a greater army around us. Amen. And number three, when the anointing is revealed, the Bible says, I will, verse 18, His enemies I will clothe with shame, but upon himself his crown shall flourish. I will clothe his enemies with shame, not you. your enemies will be put to shame and your crown shall flourish and your crown shall flourish praise the lord your calling shall flourish praise the lord your businesses shall flourish wherever god wants you to reach it will flourish come on how many of you believe tonight that the enemies that is against 
you flourishing shall be broken you are going to flourish praise god we will flourish amen praise god hallelujah but he understood in the small journey where does he see this anointing hallelujah praise god in psalm 132 verse 13 for the lord has chosen zion ah. he has desired it for his habitation amen for the lord has chosen zion and verse 17 goes on to say there there i will make his anointing grow i will exalt him there everybody said there i will make the horn of david grow there i will prepare a lamp there oh come on i will put the enemies to shame there they will flourish there avade evade in zion where god's people are there together the overcoming church is there there oh come on when you are together is when you are flourish when you are together is when you go in the next stride when you are together hallelujah you get anointings that you have never seen before when you are together you get special awakenings and special revivals hallelujah praise the lord christ is never alone he is with the church is together hallelujah then why are we walking low then what christ has called us if so if so why are we walking low low is so why are we walking low the enemy is the one who's put to shame he is the one who should be low then why am i low hallelujah if you're feeling low you need to ask the lord to stir up a new anointing to walk in psalm 133 psalm 132 and 33 because you're not supposed to be in low places you're not supposed to feel low you're supposed to be high you're supposed to grow above your horn is supposed to be exalted above your enemies ശത്രുക്കളെ കാട്ടും മുന്നിൽ നിൽക്കേണ്ടവന ഉയർന്നു നിൽക്കുന്നവൻ അവന് താന്ന് നിൽക്കണമെങ്കിൽ കാരണമുണ്ട് that you may not sin ah. and if anyone sins ah. we have an advocate with the father hmm. jesus christ the righteous 12 to 14 i write to you little children because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake i write to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning i write to you young men because you have overcome the wicked one i write to you little children because you have known the father I have written to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning I have written to you young men because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one Amen it is spoken twice there about three relationships a christian has or three levels of relation three levels of christian level walk three levels that a christian will go through in his life three levels of walk one is called little children this is little children this is young men this is fathers the right person would be jimon jimon come a little taller yeah praise god anybody taller than jimon father father yeah the correct height yeah praise three levels of christian walk one is little children one is young men one is fathers he cannot see what fathers can see praise the lord he cannot see what young men can see He has grown. Praise the Lord. There is an anointing when it comes. He'll exalt you. 
what the young young child cannot handle it the father can there's an extra anointing that is revealed over his life there are three levels that every christian goes through i want you to know whether you are a child a young man or a father there's three levels if you are always a young child it is time that you need to grow you need to ask the lord a oh lord i am not able to get hold of things greater i am not always able to win the fight by fight the battles there are there are things that 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 i'm falling in praise god because he's not growing why is not for why is he falling 1 john 2 21 says why is he falling i write to you little children because your sins are forgiven or 1 john 2 1 1 john 2 1 my little children these things i write to you that you may not sin that you may not sin if anyone sins we have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous amen why is the child little children always sin because little children are like that it is a little ch- i pray that you do not sin but you are a little child you keep sinning you keep falling in the same place i come on church why are you doing the same mistake again and again you are a little child it's forgiven you ask acknowledge it you receive forgiveness good but you have not grown you need to ask the lord lord Holy Spirit I need a fresh anointing tonight open my eyes that I know that I hallelujah feel past this level and move into this level Amen. I need a greater light or greater revelation or greater enlightenment light my lamp praise the lord hallelujah uyarche ettan pattunnilla shishuvine pole eppolum thaale veenondirikya pudhi abhishekam ninakku aavashyava amen how many of you understood every person i'm not speaking about once in a way somebody falling into something no i'm speaking about somebody who is repetitively repeatedly repeatedly falling into same mistakes same sin same gossip same lust same pornography same sin again and again if you do that you fall away from god's grace because you are not trusting in the using the grace of god to victoriously walking and sin has consequences i'm not fall i'm not telling you fall and consequence will t- attack you no i'm saying if you repeatedly not using and trusting the grace of god you walk your own way your sin will attract consequence hallelujah if a little child when when i was a little child i was fascinated with little pens so what happens when i see somebody's pen i will never ask i'll take it and go but my dad says he wanted to ask somebody and then take it otherwise later it will be called stealing it has consequences you keep doing the same thing later people will call you a thief sin has consequences not that one time are you getting this are you getting this so you are a little child but if you keep falling and without admitting without repenting there are consequences because you're not using god's grace for you why is there such a moral decline even in the church even men of god are saying there are people or the church has become so worldly that they are interacting with demons that they should be defeating why why is the church entangling himself with bondage again the bondage which has broken from your life why is church interacting with demons they should be defeating come on church The answer is in 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 3 to 
As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have See, we... God has already given to all the promises that pertain to godliness. God has already given to live a holy life. All the promises, it's there. But then verse 9. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he has purged, he was purged from his old sins. Yeah, when you read 1 Peter 3 with a lack of time, you will see so many things, brotherly love, self-control, so many fruit of the spirit that is spoken there. And the Bible says if you lack these things, why? Because you are short-sighted, blindness and forgotten. It says you're not enlightened. You lack revelation. And first of all, the root. You've forgotten that you're forgiven from your old sins. Praise God. You have forgotten that you're forgiven from the... Oh, I, I, are you getting this? From the old sins. Let's look at the word forgiveness. Acts chapter 5 and the 31st verse. Most of the people have not understood the word forgiveness. Acts chapter 5 verse 31st verse. Him God has exalted to his right hand to be prince and savior. To give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. Give repentance to Israel. Say give. Repentance is a gift of God. But when you repent, when you admit before God, the second thing is following is forgiveness of sins. He gives forgiveness. Everybody say gives forgiveness. Or Acts chapter 26, 16 to 18 also. Let's look. Acts chapter 26, 16 to 18. But rise and stand on your feet. For I have appeared to you for this purpose. To make you a minister and a witness both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will yet reveal to you. I will deliver you from the Jews, Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. That they may receive the forgiveness of sins and the inheritance. Praise the Lord. That word forgiveness is a Greek word. Apazim. 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 Which means freedom from sin. Freedom from sin. So many people are focusing on asking of sin. But here the spirit of God is focusing on receiving the forgiveness. You receive forgiveness is freedom from sin. Yes, when you do make a mistake, Lord, I'm sorry that I made this mistake. But more than that, what is important is, Lord, I receive your forgiveness because it breaks the power of sin. It destroys the power of sin. I receive it, Lord. Because so many people of faith afraid to preach on forgiveness because there is a common thing that if you preach too much on forgiveness, people will sin. It can't be. It can't be because you receive forgiveness. It is actually freedom from sin. Freedom from sickness. Freedom from adultery. Freedom from uh, 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 immorality and lust and all the demons that is fighting the church. It's freedom. So next time when you make a mistake, what do you say? Lord, I'm sorry that what I've done. But I receive your forgiveness. And immediately, immediately, the chances of you going back to the same sin is 0%. Zero percent. Zero percent. Otherwise, victory will be Friday to Sunday. The basis of victory is never forgiveness. Ni Yeshu winde. Shema yetted kundi lengkila. Ni pinnayama pavathu lekki vidu. 
ആവശ്യമില്ല Uh, I pray that Petra Church will walk in that experience. I pray that you do not sin. But if you, little children, if you fall, blood of Jesus covers you. Again, I'm telling you, it's not speaking about keep somebody blinded to the grace of God and falling. If it happens, it's okay. The blood of Jesus covers you. That is why in Romans 6.3, what does it say? We are so united with Jesus that the Bible says... or do you not know ah. that as many of us were baptized into Christ Jesus ah. were baptized into his death baptized into his death when jesus died we also died with him to sin ah come on that's why i said i pray that you do not sin nee endu vanda paavam cheyathathu yesu marichappol paavathinu vendi marichappol neeyum avante kuda marichu you also died with him come on ha we are dead to sin what is dead to sin means i always tell this story i don't know how many of you remember this there was a man who was a drunkard who was a pornography addict who would watch always pornography and or uh, drink so much and smoke so much and his wife go to the church and he, she comes back like one of these meetings comes back he gets back i mean his full force he'll hit a breaker and this is what is weekly happening in full form harassing oppressing one day when the wife came the tv was on all the dirty things are going on the smoking cigarette is there uh, the ashtray is there uh, 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 uh. the drinks is there but this guy is not standing up to hit her you know the reason he was he was dead he was dead everything was around him but he is not responding to it that's what i said when you are dead, dead to sin everything is there yes you as long as you are in the world all these things are going to be there but you are not resp- oh, come on somebody come on you don't res- give your responses you are dead to that sin you are buried with him in baptism which means anybody who had a good burial in baptism through the waters does not have the smell of sin that's why we are called aroma of christ all that people come next to you feel the smell of christ not the smell of sin we are the aroma of christ how many of you are here with me and those who are buried with him in baptism just as jesus was rose from the dead we also rose with him the same spirit the superior spirit which is in christ it's also in us that's why we are no longer inferior we are superior in christ hallelujah that's why when that spirit is there we peak the enemy comes we peak more than the enemies and we put to death the desires of the flesh the spirit that is in you put to death everything that is not of christ he puts to death when you fellowship with the holy spirit how many of you understood this people sin because of two reasons one is of fear and one is of selfishness but righteousness in jesus takes care of both 1 thessalonians chapter 5 and the 8th verse the bible says in ephesians 6 put the breastplate of righteousness now what is righteousness 1 thessalonians chapter 5 verses 8 but let us who are of the day be sober putting on the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet the hope of salvation amen let us put the breastplate of faith and love 
you keep fear and selfishness away comparisons away you know your uh, did you receive did you forget that word receiving the forgiveness of sins and my inheritance inheritance is already given just as forgiveness is given you need to receive it by faith praise god i receive my spiritual inheritance my financial inheritance come on i receive my marriage blessing marriage inheritance uh, my children's inheritance my heavenly inheritance to receive it be conscious about it then you will not talk in a inferior manner because you have the same spirit of faith paul said this spirit said we believe therefore we speak the same spirit like paul spoke of inheritance we call forth those inheritance we call those things that are not as it is that is why in the new testament the power is in our tongue praise god we release we receive the blessing by faith in the word of god when the word becomes life to us the logos becomes rema so this boy is grown this boy can go praise god the young man he come to the fore hallelujah young man have written to you the word of god abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one i've told you know pastors to learn the scripture psalm 119 and the 11th verse and i pray that the entire church one of the scriptures that i've learned so years back and i want you to treasure this treasure in your heart your word i have hidden in my heart that i might not sin against you your word that i've hidden original translation says i've treasured in my heart that i will not sin against you when you have god's word in your heart you will not sin against him you cannot have selfishness and fear what you have to fill the word of god come on church yesterday last couple of days bad headache terrible migraine kind of headache i've never had migraine doing so many things i don't know whether what it is but tonight today morning i started filling myself i was giving out word all these days of small small ministries were there so giving out today i filled myself with the word it's gone praise god when you fill yourself with the lord everything that is not of the lord will just leave your life i've treasured your word its word brings health healing to your body hallelujah praise god praise the good thoughts to your mind amen sometimes all these kind of attacks from the church is not holding your pastor in prayer no back room support praise the lord so the young men the anointing has taken from a child to young men now he does not have to call pastor to pray every time he has the word to overcome the wicked one when there is a certain command of principality authorities rise against him his heart is full he said in the blood name of jesus i bind it in the name of the lord through the word of god leave i believe this word is lack of time third level is the father level please go please thank you Wow, father has come father of three <laughs> amen we are on the same level now <laughs> father have a mutual companionship they have the word inside of them but they are not through they want to know the lord again it's not about ministry anymore it's about a companionship a friendship a fellowship hallelujah not only the person who walks with god is happy even god likes to walk with him there is a companionship god feels good god feels good to spend time with you if you don't spend time with him he comes to spend time with you enoch walked with god and god said hey wow this is a good thing bro 
I'm going to take him. He took him to heaven. That was the relationship. He was sensitive. Hallelujah to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and the 17th verse says, Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and the 17th verse. Somebody read. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So much of oneness. So sensitive to each other. Amen. So three levels. A third anointing. When, when the anointing thickens forth, the new anointing is revealed. You go to the next level. You're so sensitive to the Spirit of God. So from Psalm 132, Psalm 132, he is coming to Psalm 133. Psalm 132 says, I will prepare a lamp for the anointed. It speaks about anointing. And it says it in Zion, this anointing is revealed. I will make the horn of David grow. And then from there, he comes to Psalm 133. Now the moment you speak about anointing, you cannot exclude church from it. Anointing is not for personal use. Anointing is for church use. To fulfill the purpose of God on this earth. Amen. How do you understand? You just have to... How, how many of you like to read your Bible? How many of you like your Bible? The Holy Spirit has put it in order, not the people. The Holy Spirit said, after the gospel will come the Acts. Acts speaks about the anointing of God. Then comes Romans. Romans speaks about what? Righteousness. That's why the first thing, the Lord gives them the power from on high. He said, hey, first you have to walk in victory, bro. So Romans. In it, the righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. Everybody say Romans. After Acts, Romans. Faith to faith. How? Through the righteousness of God. That's what we spoke, right? That's what we spoke. Forgiveness of sin through the righteous blood of Jesus Christ. We're walking in victory. Righteousness from faith to faith. Those who keep knowing and declaring the righteousness of God, they'll go from faith to faith. Amen. Corinthians speaks about glory, transformation, change. When you have, know the righteousness of God, God changes you transforms you from glory to glory. You will reflect Jesus Christ in its fullness. Amen. Pastor spoke about glory. Your private life, your public life, everything. There's a transformation, a radiance, a quality. Amen. But all happens where? In Ephesians. Ephesians speaks about the church and there is the fullness of the Spirit. See, look at the order. Righteousness, glory, church, fullness. That's where we are. Psalm 133. How wonderful. Amen. Our brothers and sisters dwell together. Come on. In unity. Hallelujah. It is the anointing flowing. Glory to God. That's where we are. And Colossians speaks about, uh, Philippians speaks about brotherly love, love for each other. Colossians speaks about fruitfulness. And Thessalonians speaks about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Timothy speaks about impartation. Now you can easily read the Bible. Praise the Lord. See the where the Spirit of God had put it in order. But we are in Ephesians now. So what is the lack of time? What is the Psalm 133 principle? Let's go back to Psalm 133. Lack of time. I want to finish it on time. Psalm 133. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head. It is like the precious oil, the anointing oil. Who? Whose head? Running down the pure. Ah, Aaron's head. Flowing down. What is the principle? Anointing flowing down from Aaron's head. It is the shadow of 
Jesus the high priest, the anointing flowing first on him and flowing to the church. But there is also a principle. When the anointing flow, it flows to the first on the leader of the church. Any blessing that flows, it flows flow on the leader and that it flows to the church. When the anointing is newly revealed, why am I speaking to you? Because it touches me first before it touches you. And I'm releasing it onto you. The Psalm 133 principle. Psalm 133 principle. What is it? The anointing flowing from the head of Aaron. So an anointing is stirred upon me. It is stirred upon you. Come on. Which means if a pastor is blessed, the church is supposed to walk in the same blessing. I don't have a problem you walking in a greater blessing than me. I'm happy. But at least you have to walk in the blessing that I'm walking in. Come on church. Come on church. That's my desire and that's the biblical principle. The focus is always Christ. But he releases his anointing through the church. Through the man of God. Colossians 2.19. I'll just take that scripture. Time to explain it. But just, just to prove this point. From and not holding fast to the head. From whom all the body nourished and knit together. But joints and ligaments grows Somebody, yes, yes, read. with the increase which is from God. Jesus is the head. Holding fast to the head. Not some people who comes to church does not hold fast to the head. Which is Jesus. So what happens? From whom all the body nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments. Speaking about the apostolic ministry. The body is connected to the head through the joints and ligaments. See, the body connected through the joints and the ligaments grows with the increase that is from God. This joints and ligaments is the leadership, is the apostolic ministry through which you are connected to the head. That's it. Hallelujah. If so, there should be an increase. You're not supposed to walk in low life. You should have an increase. And the key word in 133 Psalm is unity. Because unity leads to sensitivity. Sensitivity leads to understanding. Three key words. Three key words. Unity. Husband and wife united. What does the Bible says? An understanding wife is from the Lord. What does the Bible says? Dwell with her with understanding. Unity, you need understanding. What does Proverbs 13, 5 says? Proverbs 13, 5. A righteous man hates lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and comes to shame. 13, 15, sorry. Good understanding gains favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. The one who is understanding will never be unfaithful. He is a man of favor. You understand the same favor. Oh, come on, church. The favor is there. When you understand, when you understand God, when you understand your spouse, when you understand your church, when you understand your man of God, there is favor. Forget about when you understand your job, there is favor. Amen. So unity leads to sensitivity, sensitive to the Holy Spirit. It makes you walk in a certain anointing. If the mountain grows, you will grow down the mountain. It leads you, introduce you to another level. It's called the corporate anointing. When the personal anointing will lead you to the corporate anointing. It doesn't stop there. You have an anointing, the Bible says. But it will lead you into another anointing, a corporate, because it is higher in purpose, higher in level. Personal anointing is for your victory. Corporate anointing is for a corporate victory. Hallelujah. How do you do that? 
1 Corinthians 11 and the first two verse. Imitate me just as I also imitated Christ. Ah, it is simple. Don't imitate me, Paul saying, but imitate me as I imitate Christ. If you want a strong, a thick and large anointing, you have to imitate me, your leader. Things in me that imitates Christ. Not everything, huh? I wouldn't dare to say that. But things, if there are things that I do to follow the law in faith, imitate that. Things that I do to build up my married life. And if I have a good marriage, imitate that. Imitate the way they handle my finances. Imitate that. It's Aaron principle. Then you will see the blessing that of the man of God is also yours. See how I'm sensitive to my wife. How understanding as a husband I am by the grace of God. When you imitate that, what I imitate from Christ. My pastor asked the man of God, what is about your ministry? What is that? He said only one thing. I love my wife as Christ loved the church. My church imitates that, sees that. That's the growth of the church. Key. That's it. Hallelujah. Bible says you cannot be greater than your teacher, but you can be like your teacher. Don't try to be greater. Be like the blessing of life and anoint this blessing oil. Anointing oil, blessing and life forever will flow through your life. Amen. Praise God. And what it needs is humility. Because Moses was anointed by God, but Aaron was anointed by Moses. And Moses, Moses, Aaron had to kneel before his younger brother to be anointed. Humility. Anointing always flow in humility. The younger brothers praying for the older. Praise God. Amen. That's how it flows. Humility. Imitation. Humility. Unity brings sensitivity. Sensitivity brings understanding. And when you have these key thing is humility. Amen. Hallelujah. Then you will see Psalm 133 in action in your life. I pray that this anointing will be in action over your life in Jesus' name. Let's close our eyes in prayer. Hallelujah. Father, we worship you. Give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor.